A brother in Christ contacted me and asked me if I would bury a man he knew, an avowed agnostic who had no church or pastor. I typically only bury those from our small country congregation, yet I consented to the request. I told my friend to let me know when the man had died. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, Psalms 37:23, and in Christ Jesus, the born again are good men and women. Several days had gone by, and I hadn't heard from my friend that his friend had passed. I felt it would be a good idea if I spoke to this man while he was still alive instead of just burying him, but I got sidetracked with other duties. One particular evening, I was on my way home from work listening to a gospel music station. A song began to play, one I've never heard before and have never heard since. The lyrics spoke of a dying man whom no one came to visit with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I made an immediate U-turn and headed to the hospital. When I arrived at his room, I asked the man's gathered friends and family to please vacate momentarily. I looked into the man's somewhat unfocused eyes, introduced myself, and said, I am a minister, and I have been called to conduct your funeral. His eyes opened wide and took on a very serious focus. I asked the agnostic if he wanted to make his peace with God and to surrender his life to Jesus Christ, the Savior for all who would call upon his name. He said yes, and said it earnestly. I led him to the Christ of Calvary, and he made a good confession. In just a moment, the man's entire countenance changed, and his face was full of hope. This man was born again. I welcomed him into the kingdom of God and rejoiced with him. I told him I would see him again on the other side and left the room. My three- or four-minute visit ended, and I said goodbye to the three visitors waiting in the hall as I left. One of the visitors later called my friend, the brother who had asked me to bury their dying friend, animately asking the same question three times. He wanted to know, what in the world I could have said to this dying man, this avowed agnostic, because he was completely, totally a different man? Of course he was. The man was born again, just like Jesus said. 2 Corinthians 5.17 happened to him. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. It was my privilege to give this new son of God's testimony at his funeral service. Dear visitor, have you been born again as Jesus declares in John 3.3? 3? Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Visitor, would you like to know what I said to a dying agnostic to completely change him? In just a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt, and if you do, everything, absolutely everything, changes for you today. Today all your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken. The bigger the better. Today you will leave the empty, shallow, and ruined vanity falsely called life behind. You will be born again a literal second time, this time of the Spirit of God. Get ready for a new eternal life filled with joy, hope, 
an everlasting purpose. Here is the prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Romans 1:28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end of this world and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said feature 1181 that will once again contend for the beautiful book, God's Majority Text Holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and to be used as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. God Said, Man Said has published a host of features addressing doomsday, a doomsday the scriptures clearly declare, and be sure, a doomsday that is knocking loudly at the door. This feature is officially being published at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, October 12, 2023. At this time, at this moment, the children of Israel are responding to a deadly terrorist attack against them that killed over 1,000 men, women, and children. This attack took place on the Jewish Sabbath day, Saturday, October 7, 2023. Since then, thousands of missiles have been fired into Israel, and Israel is responding with deadly force. Sides are being taken. The Jewish people are fighting for their lives. It is their enemies' avowed desire to wipe them off the face of the earth, to drive them into the sea, to eat their flesh and drink their blood. This could be the beginning of the battle prophesied in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39 that culminates at the very end of the world as we know it, at the battle of Armageddon. Prepare to meet your God. The Holy Scriptures describe how the onset of doomsday will look. The God Said, Man Said, 21 Sides of Doomsday series covers a host of them, some prominent examples. In his dissertation regarding the end found in Matthew 24, Jesus directs his disciples to learn the parable of the fig tree, for when the fig tree buds, the generation that sees the budding will not pass until all is fulfilled. Jeremiah 24, 1 and 2 speaks of Israel. The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord, after that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah with the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe, and the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten, they were so bad. In this chapter, the children of Israel are the figs. 
After thousands of years of being absent from the geography of the earth, Israel was restored as a nation in just one day. And that day was May 14, 1948. The fig tree, Israel, it has budded, and the generation that witnessed this event will soon be gone. The prophet Daniel wrote that a sign of the end would be an increase in travel. The world has gone from horses to space shuttles, and travel time has gone from months to minutes. The prophet Daniel also wrote that a sign of the end would be an increase in knowledge. Have a question? Ask your phone. An AI, artificial intelligence, will answer. The Antichrist will rule from a one-world government. The full mechanism is in place in organizations like the United Nations, the World Bank, the World Health Organization, special envoys for climate change, and more. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that when he returns for the church, an event commonly known as the rapture, that it would be like it was in the days of Noah. Genesis 6, verse 5 and 11 through 13 describe the days of Noah like this. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Second Timothy 3.13 warns, it says, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. The prophet Daniel wrote that a sign of the end would be wickedness coming to a fool. Need examples? Think of every sexual perversion imaginable, the destruction of an entire generation, the LGBTQ123 and more, all available 24-7 uh, at everyone's fingertips. Daniel 8.23 And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the fool, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. The Antichrist shall understand dark sentences from the occult to algorithms. Because the world's academics refused to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate, a worthless mind. Now they teach their classes full of students that their first cousin was a mushroom. Romans 1 verse 28. Second Thessalonians 2 speaks of a spirit of strong delusion that will be given to those who refuse Christ and will cause them to believe a lie. After the professor gleefully tells the class that their first cousin was a mushroom, the whole class drones on, Wow! Isn't evolution awesome? A third Jewish temple is required for doomsday, and it is currently being constructed. The many necessary artifacts and items required for a third Jewish temple to function have been produced or procured, including the massive altar of sacrifice. The Antichrist will enter this to-be-built Jewish temple and confess himself to be God. While that sounds alarming, it is required, for in this window of time, Jesus Christ returns in the clouds, and his church will be caught up to meet him there. The end of the world needs a third Jewish temple, and it's coming soon. A sacrificial, unblemished red heifer, heifer excuse me, has not been seen in Israel for nearly 2,000 years. 
five unblemished red heifers were shipped to Israel in 2022. At the age of three, the red heifer will be converted into ashes mixed with other ingredients and water, which will then create the water of separation. A priest or other person who touches a dead body is considered defiled and is not permitted to enter the temple unless they have been sprinkled with the water of separation. If one of the five red heifers remains unblemished when it reaches the age of three, it will qualify for the sacrifice required to make the water of separation. One of the five will be of age during the Jewish Passover of 2024. The pool of Siloam, where Jesus healed the blind man, has been discovered and is being fully excavated and restored. It is expected to be completed and functional during the Jewish Passover of 2024. Archaeologists assert that this pool was a purification location for Jews preparing to enter the Holy Temple. This is just a small sampling of the items and issues discussed in the God Said, Man Said 21 Signs of Doomsday series. In the last days, 2 Thessalonians speaks of a global mindset that will exist amongst the lost. Because they have rejected God's only begotten Son, they will be given over to a spirit of strong delusion and will readily believe a lie. 2 Thessalonians 2, 8 through 12. And then that wicked uh, be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned, who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Remember, the reprobate, antichrist educators who control academia believe and then indoctrinate in the lie. They believe and then teach their students that all the marvels of life, the earth and its universe, are the result of a fortuitous big bang out of nothing. They believe and teach. As far as man goes, his first cousin is a mushroom, his second cousin a banana, and his father a monkey. When the whole class heard such a well-balanced explanation of where we came from, they nodded and repeated, Wow, isn't evolution awesome? Man, the spirit of strong delusion, it's here right now. This feature will continue to, to dismantle the undergirding of the blasphemy called evolution, which is the doctrine of uniformitarianism. Several paragraphs from the God Said, Man Said feature 21 signs of doomsday speaking bold blasphemies, follow. Uniformitarianism states that the present is the key to the past. The evolutionists claim the geological processes on earth observed today have always functioned at a constant rate. Therefore, therefore by measuring what we see and know historically and currently, they can extrapolate backwards and safely establish earth's geological age. Uniformitarian doctrine, which is foundational to evolution, is totally, totally founded on unbelief. There are two geological global events that have taken place in the past that no one would call uniform. First event, the creation of the earth and its universe just over 6,000 years ago. 
If a uniformitarian had come upon Adam just five minutes after God breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, that uniformitarian would have assumed billions of years of history when Adam was only five minutes old. And where are your mother and father, your grandparents, the one-celled living organisms that magically formed out of no life, non-life at all? If the uniformitarian came upon the earth just five minutes after the end of the sixth day, he would have assumed billions of years of history when the creation had only taken six 24-hour days and the earth was at that point only six days old. The unbelief of uniformitarianism assumes history when there was none. Second event, Genesis chapter 6 begins the history of the global deluge that occurred in the days of Noah. God destroyed everything on earth that had the breath of life in its nostrils, with the exception of the inhabitants of the ark and, of course, much of the aquatic creatures. No uniformitarian would call such an event uniform. God said, man said, has published a myriad of features that establish the veracity of God's account of the flood. There are fish fossils found on every mountain peak. There are even marine fossils atop Mount Everest. Animals and plant fossils destroyed by water cover the entire earth, and over 500 ancient societal records all shout yes, end of quote. No evolutionist would call creation or the global flood uniform, yet both can be proven beyond any reasonable doubt. Uniformitarianism, which is foundational to evolution, is built on a foundation of unbelief, pure and simple. When you begin upside down, don't expect right-side-up results. A beautiful series on God said man uh, said the, the six thousands is an amazing testimony to God's young earth. The following information has been lifted from the six thousands, part nine, the conclusion. According to Bishop Usher's excellent chronology of the earth written in the 1600s, God began the creation process on Sunday Eve, September 21, 4004 B.C., that date is according to the Gregorian calendar used today. Evolution, the god of the academics and their fake news counterparts, disagree vociferously. But when today's research is presented unmassaged by evolution's theories that are spawned in the deceivableness of unrighteousness, you will see young. After 14-plus billion years of evo time, isn't it a shock to you that today's certified research shouts 6,000? That's just point zero 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 four of proposed time. How did all these great happenings get clumped in such a short period of time? Editor's note. That number should be zero 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 four two eight. Example, if we had a year to get the job done with 31,536,000 seconds, nothing at all happened until the last 13.5 seconds. Sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? There is no time beyond 6,027 years because the Earth, its universe, and all its life forms simply did not exist. Keep an eye on the numbers as we conclude this series. Over 60 young earth measurements are cataloged in this series, and this is surely not exhaustive, for the number of testimonies of young are innumerable. Highlights from the series follow in rapid fashion. Just under 6,000 years ago, famed ancient historian Flavius Josephus reports that Seth, 
the first man Adam's son, left behind two pillars upon which he left a written record. Josephus reported that these pillars remained in the land of Syriad in his day, nearly 2,000 years ago. According to scientificmagazine.org, fairy tales still in circulation today are between 2,500 and 6,000 years old. According to Science News, 5,000 to 3,000 years ago witnessed the rise of metalworking, writing systems, and other signature features of urban civilization. Also cited in Science News, the nomadic Yamnea people uh, reshaped Central and Northern European DNA beginning about 5,100 years ago, speaking an Indo-European language spawning more than 400 languages. Both groups were surprised at the findings. Think Tower of Babel. Skeptics challenged Noah's flood with statements like, if all this water fell from the sky flooding the whole earth, where is the water? Columbia University's researchers report that ocean levels were once 400 feet lower than they are today. If the earth were as smooth as a ball, it is calculated that the waters would be nearly two miles high above it. The claimed missing waters are here. As you continue on, keep in mind that according to Bishop Usher, Noah and his entourage boarded the ark on Sunday, December 7, 2349 B.C. I believe that date is from the Julian calendar. The following information is quoted from the November 2007 issue of Discover magazine under the title, Did a Comet Cause the Great Flood? The story reviews discoveries made by environmental archaeologist Bruce Massey of Los Alamos National Laboratory. Massey's biggest idea is that some 5,000 years ago, a three-mile-wide ball of rock and ice swung around the sun and smashed into the ocean off the coast of Madagascar. The ensuing cataclysm sent a series of 600-foot-high tsunamis crashing against the world's coastlines and injected plumes of superheated water, superheated water vapor and aerosol particles into the atmosphere. All told, up to 80% of the world's population may have perished, making it the single most lethal event in history, end of quote. Massey is getting close, but he's still short of the correct assessment. Note the dating some 5,000 years ago. Ancient Chinese accounts of their beginnings speak of a catastrophic flood that threatened the heavens from which a Noah-like hero emerges. This hero is God's conduit for the salvation of mankind. This event, according to the publications listed below, happened some 4,000 years ago. Headline, August 4, 2016, New York Times. Scientific evidence of flood may give credence to legend of China's first dynasty. Headline, August 5, 2016, UK Telegraph. First evidence of legendary China flood may rewrite history. Headline, August 4, 2016, Washington Post. Legends say... China began in a great flood. Scientists just found evidence that the flood was real. Headline August 4, 2016, sciencemagazine.org. Massive flood may have led to China's earliest empire. Remember, the flood in the days of Noah took place approximately 4,367 years ago. The headline in the March 2, 2019 issue of Science News reads, Pandas didn't always stick the bamboo. The subhead specialized, the subhead, excuse me, the subhead says the specialized diet may have emerged in the last 5,000 years.
Carter and Leitner report in the spring 2016 issue of Creation Research Society quarterly this following. Evolutionists place a time frame when mitochondrial Eve lived by assuming common ancestry between humans and chimps and the evolutionary time scale. However, when measured mutation rates in mitochondrial DNA were used, Eve was calculated to have lived, get this now, around 6,000 years ago. Of course, the evolutionists do not accept this time frame, so they have sought ways around the implications. More recent in-depth analysis of mitochondrial DNA has upheld the biblical time frame from humans and found the same pattern in other organisms as well. Both secular and creationist researchers have employed the empirical method of developing genetic clocks and have achieved similar outcomes, i.e., dates of creature origins well within the biblical time frame of 6,000 years. This research has involved the genetic analysis of humans, fruit flies, water fleas, and roundworms. A massive new study by secular scientists analyzed the DNA of over 100,000 animal species using about 5 million DNA sequences. Researchers at the Rockefeller University and the University of Basel found that the amount of DNA variation among humans was about the same as that observed for each of the many animal species they studied. They also discovered that each kind of creature was genetically distinct, having clear genetic boundaries. When the researchers extrapolated this data into the time frames of origins, they discovered that about 90% of all animal life was roughly the same, very recent age, a complete contradiction of evolutionary expectations. Ann Gibbons writes in the January 2, 1998 issue of Science in a feature titled Calibrating the Mitochondrial Clock. Regardless of the cause, evolutionists are most concerned about the effect of a faster mutation rate. For example, researchers have calculated that the mitochondrial Eve, the woman whose mtDNA was ancestral to, uh, to that in all living people, lived 100,000 to 200,000 years ago in Africa. Using the new clock, she would be a mere 6,000 years old, end of quote. In the October 2017 issue of Discover Magazine, you'll find the following under 20 things you didn't know about animal domestication. Chicken domestication dates back 4,000 years or so. Domesticated horses date to 5,500 years ago. Cats were domesticated 4,400 B.C. Sheeps, goats, pigs, and humpless cattle were domesticated under 10,500 years ago. Now, some of the numbers are inflated, but you get the idea all of a sudden. Pigeons were domesticated 5,000 years ago. The oldest known plague occurred about 5,700 years ago, according to the January 19, 29 issue of Science News. Geologist Dr. Andrew Snelling writes in Volume 2 of Earth's Catastrophic Past. Now, several experimental determinations of the helium leakage rate from zircons of several different rock units, including this Precambrian granite rock, are available and are in agreement. These experimental measurements all showed that helium diffuses so rapidly out of zircon crystals that it should have all but disappeared after about 100,000 years. Because the uranium-lead radioisotope 
isotope decay system indicates that originally there would have been 1.5 billion years worth of helium generated in these zircon crystals, the amounts of helium left in them should have long since leaked out. The measured amounts of retained helium in these zircon crystals, combined with the measured diffusion rate of helium from zircon, can be used to calculate their helium diffusion age. Indeed, there is so much helium still left in these zircons that, based on the measured rate of helium diffusion from zircons, these zircon crystals have an average helium diffusion age of only 6,000 plus or minus 2,000 years. End of quote. The headline in the November 2014 feature of Acts and Facts written by Jeffrey Tompkins, who holds his Ph.D. in genetics from Clemson University, reads, Genetic Entropy Points to a Young Earth. Excerpts from the feature follow. When scientists typically evaluate human genetic history, they incorporate hypothetical deep time scales taken from evolutionary paleontology to calibrate their models of DNA change over time. In other words, they assume millions of years and literally build deep time into their models. In contrast, these new studies use demographic models of human populations over known historical time and geographical space. The resulting data showed a very recent massive burst of human genetic diversification mostly associated with genetic entropy. One author stated, The maximum likelihood time for accelerated growth was 5,115 years ago. This places the beginning of the period of genetic decline close to the Genesis flood when the earth began its repopulation through Noah's family and humans rapidly diversified. Amazingly, this recent explosion of human genome variation, mostly associated with genetic entropy, also fits the same pattern of human life expectancy rapidly declining after the flood as recorded in the Bible. End of quote. The headline, December 29, 2012, issue of Science News reads, Human Diversity's Recent Explosion. The subhead reads, Most genetic variation came about in the last 5,000 years. Now consider this headline from the May 2013 issue of Acts and Facts, Is Mankind Getting Dumber? Several paragraphs written by science writer Brian Thomas follow. Do today's children have lower IQs than yesterday's? Yes, according to measurements of intellectual and emotional strength gathered from different countries and contexts. The results show the same basic decline and resist the notion that public or other forms of education are to blame. Could the cause instead lie within? Stanford University professor Gerald Crabtree thinks so. Thinks so excuse me. He published a pair of essays in the journal Trends in Genetics, citing new discoveries that show why the human intellect is surprisingly fragile. Each new generation accrues about 60 new mutations to the gene-coding DNA regions of the human genome. Crabtree applied this rate to calculate that every 20 to 50 generations, we should sustain a mutation in one copy of one of our many ID genes. As a result, in the past 3,000 years, each of us should have accumulated, at the very least, 2.5 to 6 mutations in ID genes. Accordingly, the human intellect perhaps reached a peak 2,000 to 6,000 years ago, end of quote. 
6,000 years ago, God created Adam in his own likeness and image and said he was very good. If the earth and its universe are just over 6,000 years old, where does evolution's billions of years come from? The following paragraph is from the God Said Man Said feature, More 6,000-Year-Old Earth. Standard dating techniques that are used to generate millions and billions of years of purported Earth history are not only built on the usually false premise of uniformitarianism, but their data is being turned upside down regularly. The following news release titled Radioactive Dating Warning was published in the periodical creation December 2005. The information was generated from the January 2005 issue of Geology. Geologists from UK and the USA recently warned of new pitfalls with radioactive dating. They found that the basic assumptions behind one widely used and highly regarded method, mineral isochron, are invalid in many instances. Further, they found the standard tests geologists used to check the quality of the radioactive dating results could not be relied upon, end of quote. Establishing the Bible's inerrancy in Genesis concerning the age of the earth in the face of Satan's blistering attacks is a very important exercise. I need to know it is true. Everything depends upon it. If the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, and all its miraculous events are true, then I can be confident in the rest of God's beautiful book. That means John 3.16 is true. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son— that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That means Romans 10.10 is true. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That means John 11.25 and 26 is true. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? The conclusion is God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. All of their blind buster, bluster excuse me, and bold confidences are built on the sinking sand of unbelief. See for yourself in these examples of latest discoveries about a young earth. In the feature Cracking the Code, new scientists published the following. The story of cuneiform begins around 6,000 years ago in Mesopotamia, the fertile region between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers that is now Iraq, when there was a shift from living in small agricultural settlements to large urban centers. Here, the Sumerian people built the first city-states. Uruk was one of the most important. With temple complexes and a canal system, it was home to up to 50,000 people by 3,000 B.C., and was the administrative hub for the region with the bureaucracy to manage the complex system of labor that had developed. It took a long time for cuneiform to shift from record-keeping to a tool for linguistic expression. The first royal inscriptions appeared around 2700 B.C., and the earliest literary texts a hundred or so years later. New secrets from clay tablets bearing cuneiform are constantly being revealed. In 2017, a small 3,700-year-old tablet known as Plimpton 322 was revealed as the world's oldest trigonometric table, showing that the Babylonians, Akkadian-speaking people living in central and southern Mesopotamia, not the Greeks, 
were the first to study trigonometry, end of quote. Keep in mind that the global flood in the days of Noah occurred nearly 4,400 years ago. Now consider this information from the feature Mammoth Die-Off Timeline Debated, published in the January 14, 2023 issue of Science News. Some ancient DNA may be leading paleontologists astray in attempts to date when woolly mammoths went extinct. In 2021, an analysis of plant and animal DNA from Arctic sediment samples spanning about the last 50,000 years suggested that mammoths survived in northern Siberia until about 3,900 years ago, end of quote. On page 8, July 2, 2022, issue of Science News, it headlined, Penguin bones reveal Antarctic ice loss. An excerpt follows. Glacial geologist Scott Braddock dug into the pebbly ridges of Antarctic's Pine Island Glacier, collecting ancient cone-shaped limpet shells and marble-sized fragments of penguin bones deposited when the shorelines formed. Back in Maine, he and colleagues radiocarbon dated these objects to estimate the age of the shorelines. Ultimately, the team dated nearly two dozen shorelines spread across several islands. These dates showed that the oldest and the highest beach formed 5,500 years ago. End of quote. How about this gem from May 2023 issue of Scientific American and their quick hits of news around the world? India. A cave wall discovery originally identified as a 550-million-year-old fossilized Dickinsonia sea creature, is actually residue from a present-day beehive, researchers say. The finding revives debate about nearby formations of geological history. Yeah, I hope so. God's word and yes. His young earth that's true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Romans chapter 1, verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end of this world and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.